0: Good hello, good hello from and, me too here, and a merry in
1: betweenness to everybody listening.
0: So hang on, this is in between. Sorry, this is in between Christmas and New Year. Is that, that that's what I call it? it in betweenness. Yes, I, I'm saying it because I'm trying to get my own head round it. I didn't quite understand. Oh, okay. I didn't quite understand the thought process behind it, but I do now. Thank you, Mark. Right. Okay. Good. Jeez, jeez. Oh no, I can say jeez, Jesus, can't I? Because it is that time of year, Jesus. Yeah, (laughs) I was listening to this program early on today on the radio and they were just talking about um, I mean we know this but it's just quite funny how um, you had this uh, pagan um, um, winter solstice thing going Mm. on where lots of people sort of drank heavily and had a rollicking good time and then the the Christians came along, along and went right we're having that. We're having that time of <laughs> year. It's, it's going to be Christmas from now on. And everyone's going, no, but we just like drinking and, and running around under the moon. No, 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 no. And you won't be able to celebrate the, all you know, that pagan stuff no, anymore. Just, yeah,
1: just just so happens. it turns out that Jesus was born on the 25th of December. <laughs> <laughs> would you believe it?
2: Who, who knew?
0: That would be, what are the chances?
1: I know. Because <laughs> I always thought,
0: it's a strange thing, because cause you imagine Jesus um, in a hot country, don't you? You don't imagine him when it's cold. Yeah, of course. And the two become synonymous is the cold and the snow. But then Jesus in snow—that doesn't work, does it? Because he would have been surrounded by sand, wouldn't he? I don't
1: think it has. I don't think it's ever snowed in that Bethlehem. Part of the world, is it? <gasps> That's a good question. Actually, I don't know. I'm talking at my ass. You should have done Maybe that. It as does. A, you,
0: you should have done that as a Christmas quiz question. What? Talking at my ass. Oh, I see. <laughs>
1: No. It's my, my Christmas party trick.
0: I heard <laughs> you do it very well. Um, yes, so this is very exciting, the in-betweenness thing. Whew, weird time of year, isn't it, between Christmas and New Year, isn't it, Mark?
1: It is. It is a weird time of the year, actually, because mm. it's sort of like, you know, Christmas is kind of over, mm. but but the next bit hasn't started yet, so it's just a kind of, it's like purgatory.
0: Purgatory. Do you reckon kind for a lot? Of. Do you reckon for a lot of families, it feels like purgatory because they, Probably, they, yeah. they, they they've exhausted themselves with their whole familial bonds, and the, the family's still there because they're hanging on till New Year. It's like you don't need to hang on. You can go now. So like, now yeah. we're going to still
1: Go on. Particularly, I would think for anyone who has you know kids that are at school God, and they yeah. have that time off, and you're just thinking, oh God, what are we going to do? It's yeah. It's too cold and wet to be outside doing anything. And also going back to what you were saying last
0: uh, Christmas special, um, the kids have now, you know, they're they're wandering around absolutely off their, t- t- I to off their tits, off their heads. <laughs> I think I said off their tits. Oh, it doesn't matter now, does it? Off their heads with um, with that sugar rush from all the chocolate yeah. they've had. So I guess they're hooked on that because of Christmas and I guess the parents are trying to... Do you reckon the parents are trying to sort of wean them off a little bit now because Christmas No, they can, is
1: they're feeding them as much as they can to keep them <laughs> from coming down and then having to <laughs> deal with the inevitable sugar crash. <laughs>
0: Going, like, can I get some more Maltesers. <laughs> so hang on, so then kids get sent back to school still and they haven't gone cold turkey until they go back to school. Yeah, they
1: do that at school. Leave that to the teachers <laughs> to figure out.
0: What is life <laughs> for teachers actually straight after Christmas with the kids when they... Uh, not having been, not I mean, I've not taught. I, I have taught, I, I don't, I've taught, uh, but I haven't never taught kids after Christmas. I wonder what that's mm. like. Must be a bit weird because the kids probably resenting you even more than ever.
1: Yeah. Oh, I used to hate going back to school. Mm. No, I would dread, I would, you know, be almost like as soon as the school holiday began for Christmas, I'd be sort of counting down how many days were left before I had to go back to school and dreading, dreading returning. Uh, so I'm sure the teachers feel the same
0: yeah but let's talk about Christmas that has just been because there was there was this of course Christmas is about presents isn't it for a lot of people a lot of kids particularly presents and uh, I saw in the Times just before Christmas and I cut this out so have I mentioned before about uh, Ryan that kid Ryan who uh, unboxes things on YouTube and gets paid
1: uh, and yeah I think you have yeah that. yeah but uh, tell me so, more
0: So anyway, he was back in the news again because of um, uh, in terms of his earning figures for the last year. So uh, for those of you don't know about Ryan, Ryan's an American child, child uh, called Ryan Kaji, Kaji, uh, and he's been around since the age of four making these videos where he unboxes things and goes... Oh wow, that's brilliant! Or uh, he doesn't usually say that much. He says, "Wow, gee man, wow, wow." And his, mother, and his mother, his mother goes, "Do you like it?" And he goes, "Yeah, it's brilliant." She's from Lancaster. Yes,
2: so,
1: <laughs> John I again. <laughs> do you like it? <laughs> do
0: you like it, man? Uh, she's not. That was. I was trying to do like a South Carolina accident, uh, accident, <laughs> accent. Oh fuck it! I think he's Texan. There we go. I was trying to okay. do a Texan accent. Um, so anyway, uh, and he's uh, and the family has earned quite a lot of money on this. Um, I just wanted to see stats on this. Um, he's got twenty three million subscribers, right? Um, uh, and thirty four billion video views. Thirty four billion. Thirty four so for unboxing uh, presents. Um, I think he, well, he does something else. I think he does simple. It says his, he does the odd simple scientific experiment. Okay. <laughs> I, think, I think he is a scientific experiment. I think they're experimenting on this, this child to see what sort of monster he's going to turn into when he actually eventually is allowed to grow up. So this year he's made, he, obviously he hasn't, his parents have obviously, 20 million pounds this year from these videos where Reef. he goes, oh, my God, this is amazing. Oh, thanks, Ma. Um, oh, sorry, a Lancashire accent. Oh, thanks, Ma. That's great. That's fantastic. Icky bath, thump. Icky ba I can't even do Lancashire, can I? <laughs> um, so, um, and apparently, uh, just reading in this article, um, psychologists who are obviously uh, fascinated by this phenomenon mm-hmm. have suggested that the reason why he's so... Popular is that children, young children, watch it and get a vicarious pleasure, watching children, and watching Ryan uh, unbox presents that they don't have, and also Ryan's lavish lifestyle. So they're watching this kid perpetually just surrounded by this heaving sea of presents, and that's in their minds. That's all he does. Every day is Christmas. Every day he's opening these presents until his fingers bleed. (laughs) <laughs> and his mum's going. A good video. Come on, Ryan. Open more, <laughs> Ryan. I think stop you have You haven't opened. Them. Oh, Ryan, how about that one behind you? Ryan, you haven't opened that one, you have you? But money I haven't <laughs> eaten for four weeks. <laughs> nevertheless, nevertheless, Ryan, come on, crack on. on
2: with it. Get on with it, you little shit. <laughs> come on,
0: twenty million. We're trying to beat last year's target of twenty million pounds. So, um, oh my god. So anyway. It It is extraordinary what a world we live in that that is the amount of money that you can make. Um, and so, yeah, so he tops the rank. I keep mm. saying he, but obviously it's the family. The family doing rather well out of their little child Yeah. Uh, in that way. Um, but this stuff all, lot- I
1: think, happens uh, has happened sort of by accident. I don't think those people had set out to to do that because... It's something no. I don't think that that's not something that you can manufacture. No, really. it's true. It's yeah. just something no. that people latch onto because there's something in it that they, like you say, that kids are like watching another kid, yeah, um, opening presents up.
0: But but they didn't. No, I mean, I think you're right. They didn't start. They didn't set out to do that. But obviously, once they started to get, twenty when they got to twenty six well, yeah, million subscribers, like, mm, they thought, 20, Oh my god, it's every day's Christmas for them. Um, but I do I do fear for Ryan. I fear for his brain.
1: Yeah, well, you think I mean, there's I mean, there's tons and tons of those kids like that who who are doing YouTube videos or, um, you know some kind of online thing and and you do wonder like what, what's going to happen when they transition to adult life it's you know it, it, i mean i guess they're just going to carry on doing it probably and, and but yeah, it's very weird it's a very weird thing it's a very
0: strange thing very weird thing but anyway that, that was that was just something i thought was related to this time of year obviously because mm. a lot of toys have been um have been opened and all and probably already uh Already just trashed, I imagine by now, or just play with for like. It must be quite heartbreaking if you buy a present for a kid and they play play with it for like five minutes and then they, they and then it just gets ignored. Yeah. And it gets and ends up you know down the back of the sofa or behind the sofa or, and you go oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you re- I thought you really like that. I thought you might play it for more than more than one fucking afternoon, but um, but that's that's negative. Let's think about the kids who had the lovely little shiny toys, and they're now still playing with them they're going wow this is day whatever it is it's in between us and i'm um, still loving that that little train set that wooden train set that i was bought
1: <laughs> <laughs> wooden train set <laughs> it's the 21st I'm, I'm century i might just get a wooden train set this day and age are they <laughs>
0: remember a particular present that you had at Christmas that even now you look back and go, my goodness, I was so, so excited by that present? And actually, uh, it did it did last for longer than Christmas. You know, a month later, you were still enjoying it. Can you think about a successful present? Um, I can think of a sense? few,
1: actually. But, I mean, they were, they were not when I was very young, but probably around the age of 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. Um, like and they weren't toys, they were records. Mm. Like, I remember very, very clearly um it was 1970 not no no how old you it must be 1981 i got um, abbey road by the beatles for christmas oh wow oh wow and i'm still enjoying it now so yeah. that lasted <laughs> was, um, and that really was, that was your... like that was that was i think a pivotal moment in my life listening to that wow. record because it really did affect me in a big way like i, and... I it was the first time i heard a record that i was very aware of the musicianship yeah. Involved. Um, I wow. remember like sitting with headphones on, listening to that for hours and hours, just analysing all the parts and, mm. you know.
0: And was that your first record you bought? Uh,
1: no, no. I mean, uh, it was kind of, um, um, it might have been the first Beatles record I was given, maybe. I, I used. To, I did get them every Christmas. My parents would give me a Beatles record. And I, that one sticks out in my memory. So maybe that was the the first one I got that was my my own.
0: I remember my first single I was bought was Benny, a Benny Hill single. <laughs> no, you, and it was the you fastest... You've not mentioned was that the fastest, before. Have I not? No. Are you sure? It was the fastest milkman in the
1: West. Uh, Do you I remember? remember that one. Ernie he drove I the saw. fastest milk cart, so in, milk the cart the West. in the West.
0: And now we're going to get sued because we... You, copyright but uh, uh, we, we don't have any money anyway but anyway um yes and, wow. that, and that was very exciting oh no and then the second one i actually i can't remember either that one or this other one i'm going to say was the first one and the, and, and that was the other one was um 10 10 20 30 50 or more the bloody red baron was running up the school okay. <laughs> any men do you remember that one any men died i don't really
1: remember um, it. i know no, you're I know actually office.
0: younger than me that, well you're yeah. younger than me so maybe there'll be a generation thing. It was about the Baron von Riechhoven. I think it was by the Rubettes. Yeah. The Do you Red remember Baron. the Rubettes? Or had they come I know the, I know the time name. You were around? I know the name. Yeah, you know the name. So there we go. you your your you're early, you're early. Having an album, that's so cool at 10 to have such a cool band.
1: Yeah. The first Isn't single, it? though, that I ever bought with my money was um, Shawaddy Waddy. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Under the moon of love.
0: Under the moon of love. Yes. Yeah. But that was, that was good old. I mean, it was kind of silly, kind of uh, Pontins, Butlin's version of, uh, of Elvis Presley, wasn't it? But it was still good rock and roll, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I like, was only um, like
1: seven or eight, I think, at the time.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, any other presents? Memorable presents?
1: So I remember one year I was probably about eight or nine, getting very excited before Christmas that I wanted this think kit where you could build, it was like a kind of electronics kit and you could make your own radio.
2: Mm.
1: and it was called like the Radionic 5 or something like that Wow! I remember like pestering my parents about it for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and then I got it Mm. and looked at it and I thought oh my god this is much too complicated for me I have no interest in doing this and I never (laughs) did anything with it at all I think my brother did though because he's more interested in that kind of thing but it was just I don't know why I I thought I would have an interest in building a radio because I wasn't Remotely inclined towards that kind of thing.
0: So, did your brother then take hold of it and actually? I think he probably did because he's, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, that's the kind of thing he would do. But yeah. so I, rem- I remember that for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: I got Action Men. Did you get... Were Action think, yeah, Men Yeah, I remember. Around?
1: Oh, yeah. Was, yeah, I remember Action Because men they were quite expensive, weren't they? for
0: those of you who don't know who an Action Man is, it's just like a dolly, but for boys. Mm. Um, but So they tended to be like... You could get... I mean, back in my day, you could get like... the, the You could get not just... Um, you could get the Nazis, couldn't you? You could get the Waffen-SS <laughs> uniformed. Right. <laughs> it wasn't very PC, was it? You could probably get... But, and and obviously, they were far more exciting to, to get a Waffen-SS Mm. Um, uh, action man rather than just a boring old Tommy because their uniforms were much better. I might have made that up a little bit about the Waffen SS, <laughs> but you could definitely get the German, you could, you could get a German soldier. from the, it might, Maybe they played safe and went, went for the, the Wehrmacht, you know, the normal maybe. German army rather than the SS. Um, but the, the uniforms were much smarter. Because I used to collect soldiers as well. Right? Did, actually, did, you play, did, did you do war gaming or play with soldiers
1: when you were a kid? Uh, a little bit. Not, not, a I didn't used bit. to collect them as such. I remember for a period yeah, getting those little plastic soldiers.
0: But. Little plastic airfix soldiers. Um, and again, if you did the Second World War, I did lots of different times. So I, my big one was Napoleonic. Um, but um, I did have Second World War. And again, you, would, you pretty much wanted to be the Germans because the Germans had the kind of Panzer tanks and the Tiger tanks. And they were cool.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> I mean, they were cool in reality. I mean, they're not cool because they're killing machines, but they were like the better tank. Right. Uh, and um, I remember getting, I think it was the German paratroopers. And again, they just looked so. Their uniform was just so cool. And they had cool guns. Um, <laughs> but obviously, I had no conception of what that really meant in really Well, yeah, that's
1: much, it. You know. It's funny you say that because I just <laughs> remember as a kid, you know, as as a young boy, like seven, eight years old, you know, you would draw planes. Mm, and I just have this memory of being at, um, you know, when we went to church when I was as that age, and a, a couple of times we went on this kind of church uh, summer holiday. Mm. I just have this memory of being about seven years old, sitting in this orangery, at this very nice country retreat place, drawing pictures with, of planes with and drawing swastikas on them.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. You know,
1: and it was just like, they're just perfectly normal to do that because you know you you're yeah. just drawing, you're just doing what you've seen on TV war films yeah. and you know and yeah. just thinking about that now. Yes. If you saw a kid at school drawing <laughs> swastikas on something, they would they, I, know, I mean I'm being very serious. They would immediately no, I'm the being teacher serious
0: would be too. I'm being serious too. Yeah, get the
1: parents yeah. in. Your child is drawing Nazi <laughs> symbols on their artwork.
0: We used to do but you've totally reminded me of something which is absolutely exactly what you're saying. We used to sit at the back of the class and with our I mean our textbooks were basically just we didn't use them to write notes. We used to use them to do these massive big like pictorial dioramas exactly what you're saying with mm. tanks and you used to stick the what you could do is you could rip out the pages and then sellotape them together so there's you can make a long it was like um what's that thing from 1066 you know
1: the, the bayo tapestry uh,
0: yes it's like a bayo tapestry version of of, of, a, of a great of, of a second world war battle right um and and it was massive and you and so you have one person working on one end of this and and Drawing the German tanks with the little, you know, with the sw- uh, swastika on it, and then you'd have the, the Brits coming over in their Lancaster bombers dropping bombs and everything else like that. I mean, it's very detailed. But mm. as you say, we didn't hold back on. Um, I mean, I I collected as a kid. I had this poster of this German. It was a German propaganda poster from some sort of war magazine. You know, where you collect, you know, a collector's war magazine for kids. Right. And 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 it was a giveaway, and you got a poster of this German, and um, <laughs> this is a true story. And uh, it's the 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 uh, the words on it on this propaganda poster. Well, not an original one, but obviously a replica of it. Was the Seg the wird sein, the Seg wird unser sein. Uns sein. Now, if anyone listening here is German or understands, I probably mispronounce that, but that translates as the victory will be ours. And I had that on my, exactly as you're saying, I had that on my bedroom wall. And I wasn't a Nazi. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't a supporter of fascism in any shape or form. I just like kind of war stuff. But if anyone walked into my bedroom, (laughs) they'd see this propaganda, you know, saying the victory will be ours. And think, oh my goodness, (laughs) where's the great, great grandson of Himmler or something? But that's what you used to collect, wasn't it? I had one of my best guns, Plastic, I had, had a whole oh, no. army of plastic, plastic guns. guns. <laughs> but a whole army of plastic guns yeah. was a was a Luger. Right. You know, and, and a big heavy, I and mean, wasn't a real Luger, obviously. Yeah, but
1: but obviously. <laughs> 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 Thanks for clearing that up.
0: <laughs> but um, it's only when you get older, you look back and go, my goodness, my goodness. It's all, it was all to do with Second World War. But, it? I
1: mean, it, it, it's weird to say it, but it was all innocent because, like, we were just yeah. kids. We didn't know really the reality of war or what happened in the war we just were basing our uh idea of that on you know where eagles dare and yes those kind of exciting war films yes i mean there were lots of war films and that reminds
0: me that reminds me again one of my early albums albert i think my first album that i got uh was jeff love's orchestra second world war
1: movie themes i thought you were about to say it was the hitler youth singing <laughs> the f- fa- favorite german no. folk songs
0: <laughs> no i asked for that but even Mum and dad thought that was a bit weird so they gave jeff club's war movies right. and that and so um but actually that started off my um my love affair with with music scores actually and um, right. with film scores because right. also jeff jeff love uh, did the um, spaghetti? Did the westerns? There was a Jeff Hole series of Jeff Loves Orchestra plays, and um, that's how I, I think that's an early uh, introduction to uh, you know, as I say, uh, soundtracks and stuff like that. <laughs> Um, now let's talk about. Did did you want to do? I I I understood before we came on air that, that you might that we might be doing because of the popularity of the Christmas quiz. Yeah. I understood there might be a, an in between Christmas quiz. Yeah. Well, a, I've quiz. got
1: a a, f- a f- few things here to um, yeah. talk about okay. which um, relate to the end of a, the the end of this decade, particularly oh, okay. because we have Ooh, yeah. we are coming to the yes. end of the two thousand tens. And yes. uh, which is hard to believe, isn't it? You know, we're going into really? the twenties, twenty 2020s God. Bloody hell! So, and as this is an uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> about being creative and what have you, I've thought yes. I would. I'm going to ask you, what do yes. you think are the top five uh, highest-grossing films of the last decade?
0: Just the last decade.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. Mm. There'll There'll be some Spandex films, will not they? It'll be um, uh, Endgame, the Avengers movie. Yeah, yeah? that's one. Num-
1: that's number one.
0: Is that there? there we go? That, and the first that one? made
1: almost three billion, trillion, zillion, three, $3 billion. billion dollars worldwide.
0: That's number one, is it? Uh, and the, the Endgame. And what was the first one called? Avengers War War. There's two, aren't there? Infinity one, War. F- Infinity War. Is it yeah? So that's I number three. that's number too It's number three. Okay, so we've got two spandex. Film, so um, there's, a, there's a slot number two. C- can I ask? Can I get a little clue? Because it's well, I'll give you a clue stars.
1: in that um, the top five, yeah, have all been uh in the, in the last in the latter half of the this decade. Um, oh, okay. and they're all yeah, they're I, all like obviously massive blockbusters. I think number type. two,
0: number two is one of the Star Wars.
1: Yep, Star Wars the Force Awakens is number 2.
0: That's it, number 2. Okay. Uh so we've got 1, 2 and 3 so far. Yeah. So moving down so the number old 4 thing. is
1: one you probably wouldn't get. And I wouldn't have thought that either, but
0: Really? It's not something it's not it's not something kind of unusual that you wouldn't guess um the greatest showman or something, was it? No. It wasn't mutant, it wasn't that? That doesn't that's um, not even
1: in the top 30. Isn't that? I it did it It's did well Jurassic up, it? World. No.
0: Yeah. Really? In 2015.
1: That's surprising me. 1. I don't think 6 I've, even billion seen it. Dollars. I've Have not, you seen that? No, I haven't. I haven't seen any, any of like, these, actually, apart from Stolls.
0: Wow. Gosh.
1: Um, no, number five was, is a remake.
0: Okay, don't, Okay, that's the clue. Hang on. Re, hang on. <laughs> There's not much of a clue, clue is it? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a fucking remake. Uh, is it a remake? Oh, hang on. So it's not Mary Poppins 2, because that's not a remake.
1: No, but, but you're in the right. right uh, am I? In the right oh, the Lion, the Lion King. The Lion King. Yes.
0: Lion King, yeah.
1: So, yeah, two of the highest-grossing movies of the last decade have been this year. Gosh. Which is interesting, isn't it?
0: Hmm. Gosh, it is a little bit. It is a little bit interesting, isn't it? Because... Why and they're you very that much
1: technology-based, I think. That's that's yes. probably a, part, a big part of it, I would say.
0: We probably should... Um, we should probably sorry we finished with that did i get uh, did i don't get points yeah you get points. Dink-
1: yeah i think you get three three points at least for out of five
0: yeah do you, yeah i'm not sure about the f- from five to ten whether i'll be able to get those so i got three points from five oh, no let, let's try from five to ten
2: Oh, okay. um so, uh, uh,
0: i reckon there's going to be a oh, thor thor film is that a thor film Thoughtful. I mean, there's got to be uh, Thor, uh, Th- Ragnarok. Thor, Ragnarok? No. There's got to be some... Not in the no. top ten. Ah, okay. Um, um, there won't be anything from um, the other side. Uh, the other side? Not from... Well, DC <laughs> Comics, because they haven't done... So- oh, maybe Wonder Woman. Uh, Did Wonder no. Woman get in there? No, anyway right, right.
1: I'll give you uh Yeah, give us a clue. Give you a clue. Hmm. Um, one two 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 of the... Next five are from the same series as as two in the first five. It's not much of a
0: oh right. So they must hang on. So they must hang on. But well, the first two, mm-hmm. they're Marvel films. Then
1: yeah. Okay.
0: Um. There's oh there's the one where they all get, <laughs> they all get together. Actually no three three of them are not Three. Sorry, three, not, three. three. <clears throat> um, okay Iron Man okay I'm, I'm Iron Man I'm swinging wildly now a little bit. What, uh, Iron Man three no. Oh fuck. Um, no, there won't be two Oh, the one where they kind of have a bit of a fallout that one was that what's that called um uh they have a bit of a who, fight who does? they the the marvel people have a bit of a fight between themselves civil war Avengers? uh no
1: that's actually that's a number nineteen
0: gosh okay,
1: shall I put you out of your misery <sighs> yeah go on. well, number six is the Avengers, which is the first the first I one. thought I
0: said that. I thought I said The Avengers. Oh, see, I know the first one. Of you the said Avengers lore.
1: Civil War. This is the this is uh, called okay. The Avengers 2012. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, Number eight is Avengers Age of Ultron.
0: Ah, uh, right, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: number nine is Black Panther.
0: Oh, of course, yes, yes.
1: And then there are two others at number seven oh. and number ten, which are not related to... Disney. Well, actually, no, that's not true. Not related to Marvel. <laughs>
0: yeah. What are they?
1: Number seven is. Yeah. Furious Seven. I don't even know what that is. Furious,
0: 7? Furious Seven. Furious Seven. Is that? a
1: 2015 not... American action film. Oh, it's a sequel to 2013's Fast and Furious Six.
0: Oh right, so it's part of part of the Fast and Furious. That's weird, isn't it? the, the
1: seventh sequel. Yeah. In a movie would be in the top ten.
0: Yes, most well, been highest grossing
1: films of the last decade.
0: Yeah, no, that's. I mean, something with a number. I mean, they're on to number nine now, or something. I don't think they number them anymore, do they? I think that, that that one's just called something. Fast and the Furious, but called Furious. What was it called? Furious, C5, Furious Five. Uh,
1: this was called Furious Seven.
0: Oh, it's 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 a bit of a blur. <laughs> I mean, um, unfortunately, this goes back to. It's hard to imagine, and I don't want to pin too much blame on Spielberg, but it is. I'm going to blame. It's because uh, of Jaws. The reason we have this. This thing where we keep on having numbers after films and then and everything right. is because of because of Jaws because Jaws did so well back in when it came out. In the so 70s. was that
1: the first um, film to have a sequel? Then it was the first or film the first
0: blockbuster ever. Well, I, I think, but pretty much outside, pretty much outside of the Bond franchise, hmm. it was the it was this film that went so wide and it was such a such such a success because it, initially it was because of the Peter Blenchley book jaws and then on the back of that the film came out and they were exp- and back in those days they used to just let the film dribble out um t- so it would go on a few screens and then it would just go out for more screens and so it would slowly would slowly go out if it got if it was popular film but these days they just whack it into like three thousand screens for these big movies straight away there wasn't this gradual release pattern and um jaws was the first film that went out you know, it was like, you know, it, it was so successful and people queuing for it that, that they, they they went, let's just get it out onto every screen we've got in the whole whole yeah. world, let's just get it out. And so, of course, it made so much money that it was inevitable that there would be, you know, uh, a, a number two. But really, that started off, there was, uh, that started off the whole number. I mean, if you think of some of the classic That's films from the 70s, you don't, there, there was never, there was never a, 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 you know, there was never a Towering Inferno 2, was there? There was yeah. never a... Yeah. Um, I, mean, I suppose the Peter Sellers films um, had were part of a front. I suppose. Would you describe that as a franchise? Carry On films. I suppose. Yeah. F- sort of. I suppose the franchise of. But sort, they but were not. Not, um, not at that level. Not at that. Well, the car-
1: the Carry On films were a series of films, but they weren't. I mean, they weren't sequels in such. way because they were all completely. They had the same cast, but they more or less. Yeah. But they were um different stories from each other, as if you can call it a story. <laughs> but yeah. um. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't really thought about that before.
0: But that kind of kicked it off. And then, of course, it kind of went nuts because people thought, well, hang on, that was successful. So we do it again. That would be successful. Well, um, so, I what think year I was-,
1: was Jaws released? Was it 1975?
0: Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, and I was watching a Mark Commode thing, and he mentioned the fact about, um, you know, two of the most popular, two, two, two of our most I think it's, they're not successful franchises because they haven't they've been, they haven't really been as successful as you, you might imagine. But so you've got Alien, right? And then you've got um Terminator.
2: Mm.
0: And he said it's interesting that both films they, they 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 had arguably number 2 in both of those films. So Alien 2 Aliens was as good as the original and some would say if not better. Yeah. Uh and Terminator 2 was as good as the original if not better. Mm. but then since then it's been diminishing returns right. ever since so they keep on doing these new iterations of Terminator they keep doing new iterations of of um, uh, Alien to the extent you then have you know and then you have a successful film like Predator and then they think well let's just get Predator and Alien together and see what happens there yeah. and then you know eventually there will be I mean I had you know this I, I thought they were eventually going to end up with Predator versus Sooty
2: <laughs> I thought that I thought that would be a good.
1: Friend. I think that would be a bit of an unfair f- match-up. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because city would kick predators' arse. You mean? Well, you is just, that what you're thinking? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it yeah. is a very um, cynical way of um, making movies, isn't it? Because it's just basically let's just do a uh, Black Panther two, guaranteed yeah. to make tons of money, regardless yeah. of whether it's as good as the first one or not. You yeah. know, that's just. Um,
0: but it hasn't worked out so well for them with the Star Wars thing, has it? Because because, mm. because the film I haven't seen Solo, but Solo Solo was, was a bit of a dud, I have to say. I've, I've seen wasn't it. a bit of a dud. But I think what's happened because of Solo and was was the other one as well.
1: Rogue what's One that one? was good.
0: No, no Rogue One. Well, I think was me- meant to be the best. Well, there was the no. Force
1: Awakens. And then there was the Last Jedi. Yeah. And um, I I actually just saw the most recent one a couple of days ago. Oh, did you? The Rise of good? Skywalker.
0: Without doing spoilers, was it... Enjoy was um, it? Enjoyable?
1: It was weird in that I'd say, like, the first hour of it, I felt like I couldn't keep up. It was just seemed to be racing through so many different ideas that it was mm. impossible to kind of get a grip on it. And then at, about halfway through, I felt like it kind of sort of settled into place and then it was really good to, up to the end. Mm. Um, so, So you enjoyed it? I would say overall I enjoyed it, yeah. Okay, so you'd recommend people to go and see it? Um, if you, I mean, if you're a Star Wars fan, I would say you have to see it, but if you're not, then I wouldn't bother.
0: <laughs> what if you're a fan of Andrew Lloyd Webber?
1: I don't know what to say would to you- that.
0: Which well, because of cats, matey, because of cats,
1: oh, right, the musical, Damn like, what's that going to do with it? Star Wars? Like, if you're a fan of Andrew, uh, Webber, go and see <laughs> Star Wars, yeah, because it's full of songs. No,
0: because no, because of films are just out and everything else. Cats that's has been
1: the, completely panned, hasn't it, by the critics. Yeah. And I can see why the trailer is just I've watched it and it's it's a bit, it's kind of excruciating.
0: Well, the funny thing is, is that obviously, they did the I mean, everyone, I mean, a lot of lots of people know this, but um. They did the trailer, and because of the reaction, the the Twitter storm saying
2: yeah
0: yeah, people sort of vomiting on onto their smartphones in disgust, and so they went oh hang on shit fuck and and the team went off, the director went off and spent a long time fiddling around with the fur, making the fur slightly less offensive, and okay. then he comes back, and then apparently one day before it then is released it's finished and then it goes out but now the latest news have you seen the latest news this is quite extraordinary this is proper this is proper silly now (laughs) but it's very entertaining it's that basically they uh, the the director and his team went. Oh no, shit! Oh, he's got shit reviews. Shit reviews. Even though we fiddled with it for ages, and so he's now gone back and reedited it, and, and spent even more time on the fur, making the fur as much as as furry as possible, so you can almost feel like it really does. It is fur, really. Um, and and it's basically this is this is unprecedented. He's basically they're basically Universal have contacting uh, contacting all the distributors of the film. Saying, oh, it's, "Don't play the film you We sent you right. play this new one," and that's never happened before. That actually, the film has been released, yeah. and yet they're saying, "Just don't," you know. We're 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 going to download this this this, or we'll send you a hard drive for this version. And we all know that that isn't going to save it. No. <laughs> it's just, the, and you think of the money they spent originally, like nearly one hundred million dollars, and then the money they sent <laughs> trying to save it, yeah. and it and it and it really is. It goes back to um, that wonderful. Saying you can't polish a turd. Right. You know. I was going to say,
1: because, I mean, when I watched the trailer for it, I mean, it wasn't the, um, I mean, I wasn't particularly taken by the fur aspect. That wasn't what, it just, it just looks, it just looks like one of those movies that's like incredibly smug and self-congratulatory yeah with all these you know famous people in it all like look at me yeah. i'm in this i'm in cats yeah. look i'm dressed up like a cat <laughs> and it's like oh god it's kind of a bit sickening you know
0: um we segued rather nicely there from that because i want to talk about taylor swift if i can oh it's funny i was gonna that's,
1: um, go yes go ahead
0: No, what? Were you going to talk about Taylor Swift? No, she's going to
1: come up in one of my other questions I had for you. That's
0: exciting. I was just going to say, Taylor Swift is to do with Christmas songs, because obviously we've had a lot of Christmas songs recently. Um, And I was listening to a Taylor Swift Christmas song that's come out this year called The Christmas Tree Farm. Not The Christmas Tree Farm, it's just called Christmas Tree Farm. Right. Um, And I was kind of fascinated by it, because it really, really does sound like an algorithm has written this song. Right, yeah. Um, in every every everything to do with this song in terms of the lyrics in terms of just everything it's yeah. like an algorithm has actually because there's it's it's um and i know people you know write christmas songs to try and <laughs> I, I know when you wrote your christmas album you weren't hoping to make lots of money from christmas songs were you mark it wasn't at all you just love christmas but um uh, are you still there? I'm still <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm, so
1: I'm. I'm just thinking about <laughs> what you're saying.
0: <laughs> but but is that song, that that Taylor Swift song particularly? There was just some of the lyrics. I'm I'm going to have to. Um, I'm going to pass over to you while I just trying, I'm going to quickly get one or two of those lyrics up on
1: the. Yeah. Well, the here. thing about these, uh, the thing about these hits of today, is that, um, you know, a lot of these songs are written by a, almost like a committee of people. Yes. You know, yes. you don't it used to be the case. You'd have like one, two, maybe three songwriters on a on a song. And now it's like, you know, you look at the the credits for s- some songs and they've got like seven or eight writers.
0: Really? Yeah. That's fascinating. I wonder if we could find out how many writers actually wrote the... the um, Because on, I'm just going to give one or two of these lyrics here or whether they divided up these lyrics. It's, Let's just have a look. Um, a lot of people, well, I guess,
1: were just like contributing like a couple of lines or something to it.
0: All right. Um, and... Yeah. it's just like it's got every it's almost like the, okay so it's an algorithm that says about every Christmas word you can ever think of we've got to get it into this song <laughs> right. so I'm just going to go through some of the Christmas words not necessarily in the order in which okay. they've actually written so winter nights shopping holiday uh, magic heart tree Christmas tree farm dance sparkling mittens so, mittens. Cider, yes. Mittens, mittens got a bit. the cider. Actually, that's not necessarily that Christmas, so we'll allow her that. I suppose
1: time. in the America, cider is not the same as in the UK. It's uh, just a hot apple. It's like hot is, it, apple is it quite a popular
0: Christmas song? A Christmas drink? Yeah. yeah people, so we'll yeah. add that. Yeah. And then we've got uh, sweet dreams, holly ribbon, um, blue, icy, mistletoe, fire glow. <sighs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, you're probably right. It's probably the sense it's, that there's been like a group of people who've just sl- been sat down in there, like yeah. going, "Okay, fire out, Christmas words. Come on, give me, give it to me." And they're like, okay. here we go. Put them in. Kids are,
0: kids are, kids dreaming. Uh, I'll do, I'll do some lines now. Kids are dreaming of sleighs. You have got to get a sleigh in there, yeah. and they're and they're warm and they're safe, and they wait to see a a, a what of snow. Fill in the blank, a what of snow. They wait to see what a, of snow. Uh, what do they see, Mark?
1: A what of snow? A bucket of snow. <laughs> 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 um, I mean, is that it, a bucket. A world of snow. A world of no. snow. No, but... Th- no, uh, no, 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 not quite. Uh, not quite.
0: Blanket. A blank... Oh, blanket. blanket. Right, blanket. Of course. No, you got yeah. it. And then blues come back in again. Everything is... Everything is... And I wish they'd actually... Instead of... I wish they finished the words. So, so but everything is... They've dropped the G. Of course, yeah. Every It's everything. And then in what chin and then tell in, and be in, they've dropped the G's on all these words. Uh-huh. Why, do, why do people do that?
1: Um, well, you yeah, it's colloquial, so, isn't it?
0: Yeah, feel in. it's happened to the G? Anyway, so, um, yes, I, I, obviously, I, we don't care about Taylor Swift fans, do we? If we lose a few people listening to the show, because we just... But I just, I really, more than ever, I thought that has been produced by... Um, that's been produced by a machine. Yeah. <laughs> I could be so. Wrong, I'd say it's but definitely it feels been like p- it.
1: probably written by a committee of people, the songwriting committee.
0: The songwriting committee. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: I'm, I'm going to find that out. Actually, who, who wrote that?
1: Why are you doing it? that? Yeah. So then, this all that leads me on to my my next question, which was worldwide, mm. what yes. were the top five um, selling r- albums of the last decade?
0: See, I'm going to struggle with this because um, I don't think I've really kept up with music in the last...
1: Well, the clue I'll say is that they're all exactly what you would expect (laughs) to be in the top Uh,
0: five. uh, Taylor Swift?
1: Taylor Swift is (laughs) one of them, yeah, at number Um, three. Justin Bieber? No, no. He would have been, I think...
0: Last, the first... The first
1: half of, of the... Of the uh, decade, of the uh, decade, for, yeah. first half of the cent- century, is what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, Kanye West? Uh,
1: no, surprisingly no. not.
0: Okay. Um, Michael Buble? No. <laughs> <laughs> and why not? Why not? Shall I tell um, you? Yeah, go on.
1: Okay. Uh, number one and number two is Adele.
0: Oh. Adele's God. album
1: 21 sold 32 yeah. million copies worldwide. God. Well, didn't she? And her 20, album Twenty Five sold twenty two million copies. Taylor Swift's at number three with her um, her album Nineteen Eighty Nine, which sold ten million. Yeah. At number four is the dreadful Ed Sheeran.
0: Ah.
1: Oh, fuck. He only sold six point one million copies of his.
0: Ah,
1: uh, good. And then the last one <laughs> is probably the most. Uh, it's not unexpected, but it's not an, an artist such as the F- Frozen soundtrack.
0: Of course, of yeah, course, five. of course,
1: <clears throat> of course. Yeah, um, oh, I I reckon... got this wrong ran the wrong way. Frozen was number four, and Ed Sheeran yep. was number five. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Have, anyway,
0: have we de- ha- have we denounced Ed Sheeran before?
1: <laughs> no, but I am now <laughs> officially show. denouncing Ed Sheeran. It's
0: just <laughs> we denounce the Ed Sheeran. Other, I always think when you hear yet another song co-written by him or written by him or, uh, on the radio, I always think you know when they say on the radio they accidentally mention a name of a brand and then they say other brands are available <laughs> other other types of washing machine i always feel like shouting whenever his song comes up other other songwriters are also right. available because you kind of think the amount of his little sticky fingers in every every pie at the moment and you kind of think but but why i this, mean he, yes. can, he he can write songs but it's the it's the amount it's like there are no other good songwriters out there are there apparently according to ed sheeran world and it's a nonsense.
1: Well, the thing about Ed Sheeran that I really don't understand is that I don't find his songwriting particularly memorable. No. It's like, no. Uh, other than that, you know, the Sh- Shape of You song that was played on the radio mm. for about three years every day. Yeah. yeah. Which, the, <laughs> you know, the chorus does kind of stick in your head. The rest of the song doesn't. Yeah. But I can't think of it as yeah. another single Ed Sheeran no. song No, that has a, a melody that is memorable. That's, that's no. the weird thing about him
0: it is it is it is weird but then that's perfect pop i suppose isn't it is that you, you the one part of your brain's go yeah and then it's disposable then it's forgotten about because something else has popped yeah, into your mind a bit maybe later. but you say that but then um yes it is um you know i go back to adele you kind of go well there's cracking tunes there and and cracking voice and you go she deserves that she deserves mm. plaudits. she des-, you know i have no problem i have no issue i think yeah sell to sell a billion and i wouldn't go oh no she's not worth it because what a great combination of voice and songwriting does she does she write all her own songs or does she care oh, about i don't
1: know actually but
0: um, but yes you, with the um, sharing again it feels like a bit of an algorithm it feels like an al- algorithm has, has written his songs a little bit uh, yeah. but then of course he sat there sitting pretty with shitloads of money if he ever heard this show he'd think well you two
1: yeah look at you you've got like look, 25 sh- listeners look at me <laughs> <laughs> don't spoil it by saying how many listeners we have
0: Mark <laughs> no obviously listeners that's not true obviously we've got many more than no, I might be I might be
1: exaggerating <laughs> the number of <laughs> listeners we actually have <laughs>
0: A couple of um, excitements this year. Let's, so we're still looking back. Excitements this year, for uh, excitements. So the year that's been f- y- for you, Mark. The year that's been for you, Mark.
1: What about it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, what has been there? So are we going back at the last year, the last decade? Well, the last decade, we know how exciting that's been for you because uh, yeah, song. Well, that's but, not what I was about the decade. But yeah, no, I know. Okay, all
1: right. Uh, <laughs> it's been a weird year. It's like being a year that. It's been a year or two offs, as they would say yeah. in football. Yeah, first half was quite good and exciting and full of touring and mm. and money, and then money. Uh, and then it all went down the toilet <laughs> <laughs> from the summer onwards. Like, um, so yes, that's my that's the way I feel about my uh, the year. Yeah,
0: it went down the toilet. The
1: yeah, that. Started high and ended on a... No, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't say ended on a low, but it's more challenging at the moment, a more challenging time. What about you? Me?
0: Uh, me? I'm, I'm desperately trying to think of some
1: structure in my
0: year. Why can I get a heart and then that heart, and then that happened, and then... Uh, well, um, this is g- good year for getting... to for revitalising along a, a, a very uh, dearly beloved project of mine, um, that animation thing. Um and that's been kick started back into life. Uh, mainly because of now collaborating with it with um James and with Mike and mm. uh Jelly and people like that will kind of so that's that's exciting. Um getting that thing going back, back on, you know, with a couple of names now attached to the project, exciting names and everything. And uh, so that's that's know, and, yeah, and if that happens, if that eventually does get turned into a full T V series I should be very, very, very pleased. Yes. I should be punched drunk. Um, and uh, so, yeah, there's that on that side. I kind of feel like, well, I'm, you know, I, did I make a short I must have made a film. I made a short film this year, didn't I, 2019? I think I did beginning of beginning of last year. I made a short film. I did, yeah. Um, and <laughs> uh, called Entropy. Bert's in that. George, have you ever seen that, that uh, film? I'm
1: sure I have, yeah. Remind me what because I've watched a few with Burton that you've done with. Yeah, the,
0: well, I say I, I kind of just I mean I made it. I produced it as part of my future filmmakers course, um, and it was actually uh, a student called O's actually uh, that was it was his his film in effect, yeah. but I produced it and um, with him, and and we kind of we, we co-wrote it together and everything else, but Bert was in it and uh, yeah, but Bert plays a guy who's who's very much um, in his relationship uh he's very much under the heel of his wife, everything he does annoys her, and then basically he loses oh, yes yeah. i've seen it kind yeah, of, yeah. Uh, kind of um uh, kind of falling down that film falling yeah. down that yeah. was the inspiration for the, ah, okay. the, the um o s who wrote it and was the falling down thing you suddenly losing it and then there's a twist at the end but anyway, so that was fun to do um making wise um but i I have felt this year that i've really I've, I really do feel like I, I need to do something insane like try to make another feature film mm. but it is just totally barking mad it's just barking barking mad thing to do
1: well all the best and ideas could, are barking mad I think aren't they really do you
0: think so well uh, so, surely some ideas are just barking mad aren't they well, <laughs> well I mean <laughs> if you look
1: at uh, <laughs> like cats <laughs> yeah but I mean I'm
0: yeah come on.
1: it'll probably still make it probably will, money yeah. you know and even if it doesn't they don't care they've they loaded aren't they yeah These studios they can afford to lose a few hundred million
0: Well, it's working titles, so that's quite I mean it might oh, be the biggest oh, right. yeah biggest well I'm assuming it's a co-production with somebody else but it's definitely a working title and I don't think they've very fucked up at this level before but anyway um yes some of the biggest man's ideas are um uh, I think it's just it, it's it's I, it's good fun making short films and everything um but I really—it has a limited audience, really. i really like to um, make a feature film. I've got so many ideas for feature films as well. You know, it's not—it's not, it's not yeah. through a lack of ideas of what I could do, and, and none of them would be silly budget. But if you don't have any money to make a film, <laughs> you can't really make it. Right. <laughs> we go that was our that was our
1: year for it. does that
0: cheer everyone up and of course this year we this year of course we did the we started the podcast didn't we
1: of course didn't we? yeah i think to me i've got to say in all honesty this has been yeah. one, one of the highlights of this oh, year has been doing this that's nice isn't it? yeah, yeah it was, I'm, I'm very much enjoying it yeah, and i hope well, that you're all enjoying it too out there in well that's yeah and actually i world
0: that's right and i was gonna say that basically it's not our podcast it's your podcast listeners <laughs> hey, do you like that <laughs> Have you just gagged? You Gag you gagged A bit
1: too... Uh, Saccharine. Too, too time of year, mate. Yeah, yeah. Come on, remember it's who you are. Time of year.
0: Yeah, sugar rush. Um, well, yeah. I'm going to, pour, also, I'm going
1: to put, put a damper on that. Oh, please do. By um, <laughs> by reading out this thing. Um, so we had an email from... Uh, oh, yeah. That, that is exciting. Uh, uh, Mr. Taylor Short of Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. And uh, you may have heard of this already because this is, has been in the news this week. Uh, since reading this email, it's appeared on a few things I've seen, like, have I got news for you? So he he um, emailed with this story mm. um, about a new toilet that yeah. has been designed to encourage employees to spend less time in the bathroom while at work. Um, it's called the Standard Toilet, and right. um, it's been designed so that it uh, sits at a... At a 13 degree angle sloping downwards, so that you have to use your leg muscles to stay firmly in place. So <laughs> you can only sit on it for five minutes before you have to get up because <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. And wow. it's basically that you know, the idea behind it is to try to discourage people from taking long toilet breaks at work to make them more productive. Uh,
0: that's a v- vomitous. I Although, I tell you, like though, that, what I would do, I've already figured out a yeah. way around this if one of those is installed, yeah,
1: just, just sit on it the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, it would probably be more comfortable then because you've got, you know. <laughs> Hang on, if you sit on the other bed, does that
0: mean you could put your feet up, in effect, and shit?
1: Uh, You might be, yeah. But
0: the angle works, so you can actually literally put your feet up rather than yeah that would be wouldn't it be great actually if people if some idiot employers put those in thinking, oh yeah, we're going to make them you know productivity levels going up massively now because you've got these amazing toilets and yet everybody did that they they, they have a chat they started to shit shit the other way around and they spent longer because it was more comfortable. yeah that would be
1: poetic So that's justice. what I'm going to tell everybody now if you see one of these toilets <laughs> rever- reverse the flow and uh, do it but <laughs> do it horrible. backwards. I'm going to say,
0: just going on from that about the madness of work a little bit, because something else, and this is shocking. This is proper shocking. There was um, uh, back in the early 2000s, I think from the early 2000s in particular, 2005, 6, 7, anyway, there was, um, I think it was at the company that then became Orange or was part of Orange Mobile Phones uh it's france oh, i can't remember and it's a, a big mobile phone company right. but it's in france this happened um basically they they the, there had been 18 suicides and 12 attempted suicides by staff because mm. of the because of the um management basically trying to squeeze every little pip out of them and, and, and not just that but just kind of move them around the country so they split up families and just the basically the amount of stress and shit they gave to their employers so they had 30 people attempted suicide 18 succeeded Man. and these some of these people are now going to end up in jail thank goodness thank goodness for the french in a sense that the french are basically taking this seriously because we know around the world there are shits like that talking about shits from earlier, there are shits like that all over the place. And there are tons of people who probably have committed suicide in other jobs. Yeah. Uh, and they haven't yet been, this hasn't yet reached the news because it's the amount of people. I mean, 30 for fuck's sake. Yeah, um, that And that makes me so angry. So because, and it makes me so angry because of, of this pathetic culture we have, of pathetic work culture, where you treat, you don't treat people as human beings, you just treat them as these cogs in the machines and obviously it's been around for a while you know we yeah. go back to the the, the looms in the mid 19th century you know the early industrial revolution treating you know people like poo but you think now in this day and age you think for fuck off with your hard-working um Protestant work ethic shit bollocks.
2: It's
1: time and I'm sorry, for that uh, to all I'm, to come to an end.
0: It's the time to get. And I'm afraid America's got to try and do something about because everyone follows America, and America has been. There's obviously shit at this. And I still don't understand why people don't revolt in America to uh, basically only having two weeks paid holiday a year. What the... I mean, that's, yes. that is amazing. I find that shocking.
1: Yeah, no, it's shocking. I don't know. Um, I don't know why. Why. Why the, Why people over here seem so willing to sort of go with the flow you know
0: because it's but well, they do because they're inculcated from an early it's, it's a cultural thing it's mm. a cultural thing that if you grow up with someone with our cultures so, you know the whole we used to bang on over here uh you used to hear politicians people like david cameron god bless him saying you know supporting hard-working families mm. and you hear that enough you saw hard-working families good and people who aren't working really hard bad that's how and you can say enough it's like saying that we are not human beings, but we are consumers. You say that enough. People go, oh, yes, of course, we are. We're not humans first. We're, we're, we're yeah. here to cons- buy and consume shit. So you, it is, you inculcate people with that thing. I think another
1: so, another thing also is that... Um, I mean, you know, I've been living here for eight, nine years now. And, um, you know, my daughter's grown up in this country, is growing up in this country. And I do see that, you know, the there is definitely a sort of brainwashing if that's the right word uh, of the, you know with this idea that you know this is the best country in the world yeah you're kind of that's drummed into you from the the beginning of your life that you're in the best country yeah. in the world yeah you know i mean uh, they do uh, they they do the pledge of allegiance every day they sing you know one of these patriotic uh you know like the Star Spangled Banner every day at school Um, so I just think probably most people don't realise that that's not true (laughs) that you know there are other countries that have better um, systems in place for looking after people than than here I just think a lot of people don't realise because you're brought up to believe this is the best country in the world despite Mm. its problems it's the best country in the world Mm. you know
0: I, I, that was a documentary series years ago. Was it Robbie Coltrane or somebody did a tour around US? I, I, I could be mis getting this slightly wrong in terms of who it was, but anyway, it was interesting that they the the, the summation of the tour was when America does do things well, they do them brilliantly, but when they do things badly, they do them mega shitly. Right? That's a, a paraphrase of what he said. <laughs> So, you know, America, things can be fantastic, but things can be bloody awful. Whereas in, here in England, we can just be sort of generally in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of not particularly brilliant, not particularly shit, <laughs> but which is no, we don't tend to do it. Yeah, although
1: I would say that's probably is... not, the, that's not always been the case. I mean, you know, there was a point where if you, if you remember that Britain had an empire. Yes. And. Yes, of course. It was very much like, uh, you know, America. Now, oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think maybe we 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 are like we are now because we're we're embarrassed by that phase. Yeah, <laughs> we're sort of, so let Oops, I just keep quiet about the
1: empire. It's interesting though, isn't it? <laughs> well, the thing is, you say that, but I think probably a lot of people aren't embarrassed. There are, I mean, a lot. I would imagine a lot of people who voted for Brexit probably
0: uh, Ooh, politics. You've done that. Oh, sorry, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Your, the alarm is now
1: alright let's change the subject um, what's anyway, the that's you, good. guess what the, do you know what this year's Christmas number one single was <laughs> to, well, going from the sh- uh, from one extreme yeah. to the other
0: do, do I know what it was um, no do you
1: I do and I had to what, look, what look is this it? up uh, what is it? somebody called Lad Baby gosh and the song is a parody of the um, Joan Jett and the Blackheart song, I Love Rock and Roll. It's called oh, right. I Love Sausage Rolls. <laughs> and that's Christmas number one in the UK. Uh. Lad Baby, who is a YouTube quote unquote personality. Fantastic.
0: Well, I mean, we kind of lost, I think people didn't really give a shit about charts many years ago now have they so i think if yeah. well, I, the person i thought might have been number one would have been one of these girls. Gal, they tend to be gals what are these girls who who do these asmr um videos where they whisper into the microphones or they crunch up yeah. bits of Not really a song though with bubbles. it that's the thing no 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 but no but you imagine them whispering some lyrics and saying this is a song because they have lots of followers and you think well, it might as well be that mm. really or just that with a kind of, in fact, we should do that. We should do a get, a, get one of the whisperers and then we'll put a beat in on, underneath it. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> and I can tell you ruin it.
1: the idea of behind it. Like it's soothing, oh, yeah, soothing and relaxing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, don't do that. That's a shit idea. That's a shit idea. Don't do that. We could do some, some kind of, you know,
1: new age piano music.
0: New Age piano, piano music Which with you, a bit of
1: you could probably do that quite. I
0: could do a bit of that with well. a bit of jingly bell. I did think about reissuing my album of piano songs with jingly sounds in the background and call it the Christmas album. Yeah, go on. But I thought that is that is very super cynical, isn't it? <laughs> Tempting, but super cynical. Yeah. So should we? Um. Oh, just before we go, go. Um. But seriously, listeners, if uh, if you um, if you've been affected you know, by any issues, if you've been affected yeah. in the last seventeen weeks, I we do apologise if we've traumatised you too be, be too much. Um, but you know, obviously, this is this is your show, not our show.
2: Um,
0: and uh, you know, if there's anything we can do to, to help, I mean, anything, or anything we can do to change, if you think, for example, come round and mow me- my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> If you think that, <laughs> well, I I would do that. I, I will I will come and mow your lawn. If, is there if there's some cash involved? I won't do it just because you're you listen to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yes, yeah, so we have our uh, the, the the names are now in for our our top listener's award and our mm-hmm. top listener award for 2019. Here we go, and our top listener for 2019 is. <laughs> Nicholas Boxall.
2: Hey.
0: Well done, Nicholas Boxall. Nick, well done. Hey, hang on.
1: Congratulations.
0: Congratulations there. And thank you. Nick's, thank you for listening. Uh, and Nick's been very encouraging for the last, you know, all these weeks that we've been doing particularly. And in, I will say, as a runner-up, we've been a very close runner-up, and it was close, but that's Matthias. Matthias, a close runner-up there. Um, but Nick really did... He just got picked up because Nick has every week um, on Facebook put a like or made some comment and that is and that's encouraged us yeah to carry has. on because there have there's probably been points maybe where we thought what are we doing <laughs> why are we doing this but apart from us enjoying this uh, so anyway Nicholas you are 2019's winner well done and there will be some some little present or treat for you Ooh, there? Uh, I don't know. Are you paying for that? Uh, no, no. It'll be something non monetary. It'll be something like, I don't know, I'll say something. I'll, I'll, I'll like something that he puts up on Facebook or something. I'll put on a smiley face.
1: Put, on, put on a smiley face. Smiley. I'm not sure that I can yeah. endorse the idea of doing a best listener of the year because I think that will <laughs> alienate all the other people who do listen religiously but who don't necessarily. Oh for example,. I have my good friend Valeria in Vancouver has been listening to our show every week. And she actually sent us us an email email. a few weeks ago that I didn't see until um, just a few days ago. And she says she's still listening and laughing. Oh,
0: oh dear. Oh, Valeria. Well, um, dear me. See, the problem is, you see, is that I did that thing there and I didn't talk to Mark about it. I just did it. So um, I apologise. I have to to have words
1: with you off air. About Off air
0: about that and the other thing as well is that if you think we should do more prep do let us know because or sure some, you know, prep. We, oh, yeah, <laughs> some prep oh yes some prep in some cases I, I think that's a classic example of not doing any prep is that i did the award thing and i didn't speak to mark about it it's quite all right getting, hang, it's quite all right <laughs> hang on a minute bruce what about my friend valeria but um can i just say what i will say is that uh he's my number one supporter <laughs> Which is a separate competition to Mark's.
1: So, Mark, who's your number one? Well, I don't have a. I'm not having a competition. <laughs> as I've already said, <laughs> I don't think that's the way to uh, win people oh, over.
0: Oh shit! Oh, never mind. That's a that's um, a, that's, a,
1: that's, a, that's a that's a that's a very a uh, Tory thing to do. I, I'd say.
0: I've just I've accidentally done a Tory thing. You're going to bring up Thatcher again, aren't you? You're going to remind everybody else before we get into twenty two that I voted for Thatcher when I was eighteen, aren't you? You're going to fucking. Well, I don't need team. to now, do I? You've just done it. No, you don't need to. Well, um, I, I'm done. if you? Are done? <laughs> I'm done. I'm <laughs> done. <laughs> done in. Oh. Thank you very much. Uh, the next time we speak to you, it will be. Um, my goodness, it will be. Twenty twenty. Oh, is it worth mentioning about the special again? Oh yes,
1: we got we have a uh, um, a a bonus a bonus (gasps) episode of of the uh, highlights from the the podcast this year. So it's about six minutes long.
0: Fantastic! Excellent. End of the year. End of the year. End of and, the year.
1: Uh, <laughs> end of the year.
0: <laughs> I tell you what, we I I can't top that uh. as a way to end the show. And I do hope there's going to be a fun tune now. I've no I have no idea what it is. Oh, so uh, yes, there will there will be an outro. I do hope so, Mark. Of some, some kind. An outro. of some kind.
1: Good. There will be.
2: By the goal line in the broad night light. told me it's no big deal, so please don't try to make this more than it is. But what it is is paradise. Can't stop thinking about you, it's apparent. Why? You kind of said in your mind.